Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is your Times at Daily World briefing for Sunday the 29th of May. I'm Jenny Barsby. And I'm Emily Ferrier. Could the Uvalde school shooting finally force America to review its gun laws? You know how an assault weapon was designed? It was designed for a specific purpose. To kill a lot of human beings quickly. And a deadly stampede in Nigeria. Times of London Daily World Briefing. U.S. President Joe Biden and the First Lady are expected to visit the small Texan city of Uvalde later to pay their respects to the victims of last week's mass school shooting. 19 children and two teachers lost their lives when an 18-year-old man went on the rampage with a handgun and an AR-15-style semi-automatic weapon. The shooting has ignited the row over gun control in America, with Vice President Kamala Harris making this impassioned plea. Let's have an assault weapons ban. You know what an assault weapon is? You know how an assault weapon was designed? It was designed for a specific purpose. To kill a lot of human beings quickly. An assault weapon is a weapon of war with no place, no place in a civil society. Despite the shooting, the National Rifle Association has gone ahead with its annual convention in Houston. That's just 300 miles away from Uvalde. Making a speech there on Friday, the former Republican President Donald Trump called not for tighter gun controls, but for better protected schools. Stephen Gotowski is a gun safety instructor and founder of The Reload. He told us why assault rifles are a bestseller in the States. The AR-15 is the most popular rifle in America. You know, there's 18 million of them uh, in circulation right now. People use them for hunting. They're also very popular for sport shooting, competition shooting, um, and of course, for the primary purpose I think most people buy them for is home defense. They're light and maneuverable inside of uh, your home. Sinjin Barnard-Smith is a public safety reporter for the Houston Chronicle. He fears nothing will change when it comes to guns. You have the the shooting itself, and then you have the vigils and the flowers, and then you have the politicians visit and talk about needing to do things, and they'll talk about, you know, mental health and, uh, you know, warning signs, and uh, but they never really want to talk about guns, right? Because that's an inviolate American tradition. Meanwhile, people have been gathering in Uvalde to pay tribute to the victims. One of them is Wendy Alvarez, whose nine-year-old daughter was shot dead in Houston in February. 
they need to be a new label to these uh, requirements. The same way there's requirements for alcohol, there should be for guns, 21 and up. President Biden is expected to make his own call for tighter gun controls during his visit to Uvalde later, after urging Americans yesterday to make their voices heard against gun violence. To Nigeria, where a stampede has left 31 people dead and seven injured. On Saturday, the King's Assembly Pentecostal Church in River State was setting up for its annual Shop for Free charity program aimed to help the needy when a locked gate was broken open, allowing a flood of people to rush in and create a stampede. Dozens of local residents flocked to the scene to assist with emergency workers, as well as to mourn those lost. Chilling eyewitness video showed bodies scattered on the ground. See what is happening here? Huh? Emergency responders were able to treat some of the injured as they lay in the open field. A witness said that he saw many children among those dead, five of which were siblings. A pregnant woman was also amongst those who lost their lives. Some church members were injured after the stampede, as relatives of the victims attacked the crowds. The church has declined to comment on the situation. On the way, the Cannes Film Festival comes to a close, and the world's oldest man celebrates another birthday. Times of London Daily World Briefing To Brazil now, where at least 35 people have been killed in flooding caused by heavy rainfall. Worst hit is the state of Pernambuco, where landslides have wiped away hillside urban neighbourhoods. Rescuers and volunteers are working to try and find people who are trapped. Seven hundred and sixty five people have been forced out of their homes, at least temporarily. The governor of Pernambuco, Paulo Camara, is helping to coordinate the rescue. Given the severity of the rains that hit the metropolitan region of Recife and the forest zone of our state, I decided to anticipate by appointing 92 military firefighters who will join the rescue teams already on the ground, helping the municipalities in this difficult task during these rains. This is Brazil's fourth major flooding event in five months. In late December and early January, dozens were killed and tens of thousands displaced when rains hammered Bahia State, also located in northeastern Brazil. At least 18 died in flooding in the southeastern state of Sao Paulo later in January, while in February, torrential downpours in the mountains of Rio de Janeiro State killed over 230. Governor Camara says he's asking for more help. I've asked the armed forces to send personnel and equipment to help us in this ongoing task. The teams have been mobilised, the crisis committee is working and we will continue to monitor the rains throughout our state. Colombians head to the polls on Sunday to select a new president. The current president, Ivan Duque, urged citizens to participate in the election. We want Colombians to go to the polls and vote, and vote well. Vote conscientiously, vote without hate, vote without resentment, vote without prejudice, vote for ideas and not for illusions, vote for proposals that can be fulfilled. The candidate pool includes Gustavo Petro, a leftist former mayor of Bogota and a member of the M19 guerrilla group and Frederico Gutierrez, the center-right former mayor of Medellin. 
Petro is currently polling at 40% support, with Gutierrez falling behind at 25%. Trailing just behind Gutierrez is former mayor of Bucaramanga, Rudolfo Hernandez, with about 20% support. Gustavo Petro's strong frontrunner position could mean the country will see its first left-wing president. Cristina Noriega, a journalist based in Bogota, told Times Radio that the country has been divided by polarization, stemming from two recent national strikes. Unemployment reached rates that hadn't been seen in two decades. Inequality rose. People were going hungry, and that caused a lot of resentment. Everybody um, or a lot of people on the streets felt that the president, President Ivan Duque, had mishandled um, the pandemic. Gutierrez has criticized Petro, saying that he's a threat to democracy and warning that the economic plans of Petro's leftist party will ruin Colombia's economy. Since the legislative elections in March, candidates repeatedly expressed concerns due to irregularities that officials classed as procedural errors. The country's registrar has denied any possibility of electoral fraud in Sunday's election. The registry guarantees the electoral process and the very stages of the process will dynamically lead to the electoral truth. We vow for democracy, we vow for the institutions, and I want to recognize all state institutions that are focused on the same point. The result will be respected, the result will be transparent, the results will be legitimate. Security is tightened up in Bogota ahead of the election as a precaution. The Times Daily World Briefing. Sport. The Champions League final was nearly eclipsed by a fan mishap outside of the stadium. With the story, here's John Jackson. Real Madrid won a record-extending 14th European Cup when they beat Liverpool 1-0 in a Champions League final delayed for more than half an hour after police tried to stop people trying to force their way into the Stade de France on Saturday. Vinicius Jr. scored the only goal of the game to deny Liverpool, who also missed out on the English Premier League title on the final day of the season. The Spanish champions have now won the trophy twice as many as the next most successful team, the current Italian champions, AC Milan. On the crowd issues seen outside the stadium in Paris, UEFA issued a statement blaming fans trying to attend with fake tickets. Liverpool have since requested a full investigation. The Times Daily World Briefing. Entertainment. The 2022 Cannes Film Festival came to a close on Saturday with Swedish filmmaker Ruben Ostlund taking home the prestigious Palm d'Or for his satirical film Triangle of Sadness, a hard-hitting comedy set on a cruise ship for the very rich. In her review, film and culture writer Stephanie Bunbury called it a mission statement about equality, that it doesn't exist, that it cannot exist, that while calamity may bring the downfall of the top dogs, new curs will replace them and behave in exactly the same way. This is Ostlund's second Palm d'Or prize. He took it home in 2017 for his film The Square. Other notable winners included Korea's Park Chan-wook, who won Best Director for Decision to Leave, while the Best Actor award went to Song Kang-ho, the first Korean male ever to win an acting award at Cannes. And finally, the world's oldest man 
Venezuelan Juan Vicente Perez Mora celebrated his 113th birthday on Friday. The Guinness World Record holder shares his life with 41 grandchildren, 18 great-grandchildren, and 12 great-great-grandchildren. Well, quite a few of them turned up for a birthday mass to commemorate Senor Perez Mora's life, with celebrations continuing outside the church. So what does he put his longevity down to? When asked for the secret of his long life, he replied, a cup of strong aguardiente snaps to you and me every day. And that's your Times Daily World Briefing for Sunday the 29th of May. This podcast from The Times is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.